I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. One for the treble, two for the bass. You know my style tip, it's time to flip this. I like my beats hard like two-day-old shit. Steady eating booty MCs like cheese grits. My man, I'll be sure he's in effect mode. Used to have a crush on Dawn from In Vogue. It's not like Honey Dip would want to get with me, but just in case I got more condoms than TLC. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Test Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. We are uh, back on a Tuesday. Yes, we are. Edition. Cheese grits are delicious. They are delicious. Delicious, and so was Dawn from In Vogue. Yes, um, it uh, it's a very special Tuesday, man. It's the Tuesday after the airing of Crazy Sexy Cool, which was a really good, um, a really good show that came on last night. Good TV movie on VH1. We'll talk about that in a second, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, first things first, obey your thirst, drink Sprite. That's right, I flipped it on y'all. Um, this is the Blackout Tips Podcast. You can find us at a bunch of places, but the easiest is to go to the blackouttips.com. While you're there, vote in the polls, leave comments, um, do whatever you want to do, you know, love who you want to love, live how you want to live. Um, make sure you guys sign up for premium so you guys can hear the premium episodes. Keep in mind, um, you know, for some people who are like, well, there's only 10 episodes up on the feed. If you have premium, you can go to the site. You can listen to, uh, the more current episodes, so, like the last probably 70 or so episodes straight from the site, mm-hmm. uh, as long as you're logged in with your premium, uh, membership, uh, so that you don't even have to, uh, get an RSS feed or anything. Mm-hmm. You can just like go straight to the site, look at the episode, click play, and, uh, just make sure you're logged in, man. Uh, so we're take, trying to take care of people a little bit at a time here. Mm-hmm. Uh, just put up a bunch of new episodes today, as a matter of fact. The official weapon of the show is... The Taser. Unofficial sport. Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. Mm-hmm. And today's podcast is brought to you by Tweaked Audio. Go to tweakedaudio.com and use code TBGWT to get 33% off of your Tweaked Audio headphones. Uh, they're earbud-style headphones. Uh, very discreet, very professional. Uh, shipping arrives very quickly. Speaking of shipping, shipping is free when you use that code. Uh, you also uh, have a lifetime guarantee when you use uh, the code TBGWT at tweakedaudio.com. Uh, we appreciate everybody that signs up for that. We get a little cut, and it helps the show look you know, professional and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. that's awesome. The official weapon of the show is... The taser. Unofficial sport. It's Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I guess we can go ahead and start getting into stuff that happened on the show and all that good stuff. Um, the last night was an epic night for me, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, first thing I want to show you, though, Karen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this, but uh, there's this YouTube video. Have you already seen it? Oh, with that little boy? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, listen. <laughs> that video is going to send so many of y'all, myself included, straight to hell. Just straight. Wow, it was funny. Just straight to hell. Um, uh, can you describe the video for him, Karen? <laughs> I couldn't hear it before my. You couldn't hear the video? No. Oh, well, then you don't even know why it's funny. No, because okay. Well, I'm gonna play the audio. Okay, because you, you don't just, know. It, yeah, you right. just throw it in there and I push play and I couldn't. No, hear you it. haven't seen. No, listen, watch this video, okay, and then thank me afterwards. Every week, the lights of Friday night football shine bright over West Texas. 
But for one football player, he can't see those lights. He can't see the crowd, the ball, or the grass. But oh. what he can see is that he's helping others see and believe that nothing is impossible, not even playing football blind. The Greenwood Panthers preparing for a big game. In fact, it's the biggest. It's the championship. They've come this far because each player has a unique talent, a crafted skill, including number 57, Dylan Collier. We already know we're going to win. It's that kind of confidence that continues to amaze people who watch Dylan play because he's doing all of this blind. You know how I can't see, and a lot of people think that, I, that a blind person can't play football. But this courageous youngster has proven those people wrong. You can do anything that anything's possible. Game time nears. Dylan and his team are ready. Guys, this is it. Okay, you want to go to the Super Bowl? This is the time to do it. Sir! On the... Who put this music on here? Oh, I didn't get all this. No, I didn't get all that. And the, and the most hilarious part about that is that they're at the line of scrimmage. Well, well, at, well for those of you who don't know much about football, when the, both of the teams get down, it's called a line of scrimmage. And uh, when the football is hiked, both teams break, and, you know, the offense runs into the defense. And this little boy went into the opposite direction of everybody, like everybody, and took off and then ran back. And I did not hear them playing the song, what the fuck is going on, <laughs> which actually puts it over the top now. <laughs> Oh, that's epic. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I, um, who put the music in that? Satan put the music in <laughs> That's the only person, like. They will put the, cause they, like I said, you just threw the video up in there, so I didn't, I couldn't hear it when it was playing. I just seen what was, I just seen the, it's like you seeing the picture without the sound. When you put the sound to it, I was like, oh shit, this is what, I didn't realize little boy was blind enough. <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while, I start getting a feeling inside, like I feel like I'm a good person. I'm putting good things out here for the earth. I'm trying to have, you know, open-minded viewpoints and shit. And then, like, shit like this happens, and I'm. It just reminds me I ain't shit. Like deep down inside, part I'm just as ain't shit as any other fucking person i don't even know what kind of person can watch that and not lose their shit <laughs> it's funny. i don't even know how it's possible like everybody and everybody's been blaming me i didn't make this video i i know you didn't create the, you didn't put the music in the background i just saw this shit the same way everybody else saw this shit um it was on my timeline it was two in the morning um ghost rider music was tweeting it and um kanye breast was talking about it um, so I just clicked on to see what it was and I was like, I, I can't hold my shit together. And this is like at two in the morning. I stayed up to like fucking three. I went to Twitter. Ah! I went to Twitter jail three times in the last like eight hours. Ah, you all because of this son. video. 
it's because it, i retweet people uh because i i don't want to be alone in it like it's not even twitter jail now it's twitter hell i twitter like you know what you've had enough today son yeah at this point it's twitter hell um and everybody's going with me you know i'm like at this, i'm like clarence williams the third and tales from the hood right now like that's how bad it is where i <laughs> i'm just directing everybody with me to hell get your ticket you're coming you're coming with me and we're riding together some some of you guys i'll drive the bus oh lord if that makes you feel better but i like people were trying to act like they were better than me also i was shaking my head and then they then a couple minutes later oh my god it's so funny i can't stop laughing i showed all my co-workers ah like of course it's funny man and 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 it's funny in such a wrong way but it's such a nothing's wrong with it's funny moment mm-hmm. where i can't it just makes you laugh man like who would put that little kid out there man i don't even I know why they did that me either like i don't, i was so like and the thing is this is one of the few times in twitter where everybody couldn't wait to give me credit right could <laughs> not fucking wait <laughs> any other time they would discredit you yeah I mean, if you think I'm a cult leader, then this is it. Because I sent everybody to hell with me uh, <laughs> with this one last night. We was, I woke up in the, I, I, I remember I laughed so hard. It was like three in the morning. I said, listen, guys, I'm going to go to bed now. And we're going to pretend that none of this happened. And we're going to wake up in the morning. We're going to be mature adults. And we're never going to talk about this video again. Maybe mm-hmm. we can get over it. Mm-hmm. Woke up in the morning. Everybody was retweeting me. Uh, Rod, I hate you. Why you got this in my timeline? I can't stop laughing. Now I'm going to hell too. <laughs> Everybody, man. So I created a time, I created a list on Twitter of people going to hell. Oh, Lord. Yeah. I, I, it's called also going to hell. And if I found out you watched this video and you laughed at all, you go on the list. You are also going to ah! hell. I know some of y'all try to act like y'all better than everybody else and be above it. But if you favored it, if you retweeted it, if uh, you try to leave comments without mentioning me and I see it in my timeline, like, right, crazy, that video ain't no joke. I, you going to hell, too. All y'all go to on the also going to hell list. Uh, I saw Professor LCH in the chat room saying she saw the video. She didn't want to talk about it on Twitter. Going to hell. You going on the list. <laughs> Don't be trying to act like you're better than us. You 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 going to hell also. You none of this stuff. Uh, you can't try to try to act like oh I'm gonna be sitting closer to the refrigerator in hell. No, everybody going together. It's hold hands. Ha <laughs> ha. leader. We all going together, man. I could not believe that. I I was blindsided by that video. It was uh, it was crazy. Uh, the the craziest part in the video, if you watch it, uh. He actually got two interceptions for Eli Manning, so he was, <laughs> uh, he, he actually did pretty good. And, uh, That's heard, actually excellent. Yeah, I heard the Bucks was looking at signing him, um, see if he's a free agent. Um, <laughs> people was I didn't he even show is free free of sight. I didn't even retweet half of the shit because some of the shit was so fucked up. Like somebody was like, "He gonna be on the Seattle Kate Seahawks." Oh, uh, another person oh. said he gonna take he gonna play blind backer. Oh, and uh, Ghost Rider Music said that uh, they was trying to throw a Braille Mary, and uh, <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> uh, 
I was convulsing laughing this morning. Like it was just crazy. Like I sent it through direct messages to a couple of people. Cause like that's the thing. It's so bad you need company. Cause you don't want to laugh at this alone. <laughs> Cause if you laugh alone, you know you're an asshole. But if you laugh with, you know, other people involved, you can feel like you're collectively part of the assholeness of humanity. Aww. So it's not just your fault. You know, so I sent it to people through direct messages and everybody sent back the same response. Nigga. (laughs) (laughs) That was it. it. (laughs) It's reprehensible. I blame the news station, man. I blame the news station. They put that out and then had to throw that music on it. Yeah, I mean, well, they didn't add that. No, Satan added that last music with the slow motion. Yes! and then went back and re-rafted and re-ran it again. Because at first it went out. I was like, what's going on? I was like, well, how they redoing this? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, the blind side, too, says Sparger. The even blinder side. <laughs> it gets blinder. Um, yeah, dude. I, I, I was so, um, like, I just felt so horrible. But at the same time, I was still... Um, I was still cracking up, man. And so was everybody else. So I, I really... Didn't want to hear it. Like, I didn't want to, ha- I didn't have time for people's judgment. It's like, yeah, you might feel like, uh, you, you know, you're better than me, but if you laughed at all, uh, you, you're welcome to the train to hell also. Uh, take your ticket at mission one. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> you, you get the group right to hell like everybody else. So, you know, if that'll make you feel better. Uh, another thing that came on last night that, uh, I was watching was, uh, the TLC movie, Crazy Sexy Cool. Came on VH1. Talking about that, straight to VH1. Um, Now I will admit I initially tuned in to uh, witness the fuckery. I didn't catch the lot like the first air, and I caught the second one. Oh, okay. But uh, it was so, uh, and it was keep and, and it was very ratchet. Like I mean, some of the stuff like it was written kind of like very down in a way. Like, cause TLC had, you know, some fucked up stuff that they got into. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, it was also cool cause you're reminiscing back about like the nineties. Yeah. The things that, yeah, they accomplished a lot, even though a lot of shit happened. Right. And, uh, it was funny too, because, uh, one of the people on my timeline, uh, Dr. Goddess was like, you know, cause TLC got jerked around on so many of the record deals and stuff. Mm-hmm. She they was lost like a lot of money. Yeah. They lost a ton of money. Um, she was like, well, you know, the re, one of the reasons that people felt com- like were using Napster and taking away from the music industry is because of how TLC and different 90s groups got done, uh, with their contracts. And I was like, no, mm-hmm. is people like stealing. That ain't that true. They like free shit. Yeah. She was like, well, people will pay for music. You know, they'll stand in line and they'll do such and such. And I was like, not nah, not anymore. Not since shit got free. No, they sure you know, won't. They, they, people, um, yeah, the, the, pretty much do what they have to do. Yes. As far as decency. But other than that, people ain't shit. You no, know, and those days of literally your, the first week your record come out and you literally have a billion sales of like actual CDs, not iTunes or shit like that. I'm talking about like actual physical CDs. Mm-hmm. Them days gone. Yeah. I don't think you'll see that anymore where you have these people that, uh, once, once it's available for free, mm-hmm. there's a tenuous, uh, type of, um, 
there's a, there's a tenuous type of relationship between the fan and the artist and anytime you can kind of circumnavigate paying for shit there's a ton of people who would rather just pay for shit and it's not a strike against the record industry it's just the fact that you can get it for free not only that i think that as technology got better made a difference i think years ago it was a lot harder Mm -hmm. because you had to be like a geekazoid like you know really really know how to do it but as people began to get personal computers as the internet began to get quicker faster as programs began to get easier as it began to be a simpler task where more quote-unquote common people can do it yeah people started ripping a lot of people paid because they didn't know how to do it yeah i think a lot of people just take it because you can get it like even and even yeah like you said even then there were still some people Mm -hmm. that would pay for music but that was more out of necessity yeah and record sales plummeted and have not come back even after the music industry kind of changed mess uh it hasn't come back so i you know i really think it's kind of you know it's kind of a I, I, just, I think maybe it makes it easier for people to justify it. You know, yes. it's like, I'm stealing, but record companies be stealing from artists. So, but it's like, that's not why people steal. You know, you just go in there and you take what you can get and, uh, you walk away. But, um, yeah. So, so there was a bunch of stuff that happened. Like during, on Twitter, Pebbles, uh, who was the manager of the group, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of you guys know Pebbles. Um, uh she she was uh like uh the 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 manager and like one of the heads of LaFace and uh LA Reed is mm-hmm. her husband um and they were like you know managing TLC together i guess or something like that um and Oh she did Mercedes boy? Mhm. Do you want to ride? Yes. So she know about some hits. Okay. But uh yeah, she's threatening to sue uh t boz and chili um uh because the movie painted her in kind of a bad light now how the fuck they went broke with her as a manager why they sold why they why they literally sold 10 billion records over there waterfalls come on now crazy sexy cool like Mm -hmm. at the time they were literally the largest selling group Mm-hmm. And they went from the largest selling group to being broke, dog. Yeah. So, like, how you can explain that and then turn around and want to sue them for, like, getting out there and basically telling what happened? Crazy to me. But that's what people do now. As VH1 prepares to air out 20 years of TLC group drama in the upcoming biopic, Crazy Sexy Cool, the TLC story, original group members Tion T. Boz Watkins and Rosanda Chill Thomas, Chili Thomas are making the media rounds and speaking on what really happened between the group and their original manager, Perry Pebbles Reed. Pebbles, who was definitely presented as the villain in the film, caught wind of their commentary and is now threatening to sue. T Boz and Chili hit Power 105.1's The Breakfast Club morning show in New York to talk their anniversary album in stores now and the new film, which they both executive produced. But the conversation stopped being polite and started getting real when the DJ Envy said the film, he saw the film and hated Pebbles and her ex-husband, L.A. Reed, because of how greedy they seemed. Was Pebbles really that bad? Angela Yee asked Charlamagne, asked as Charlamagne chimed in, she seems like the devil. It's not exaggerated, T-Boz noted, of horror stories that are included in the film, like how the group sold over 10 million, 10 million records. But after signing a contract with Pebbles, only ended up with fifteen thousand dollars a piece. Wow. 
the girl the girls uh even said that when they eventually went to buy the name tlc from pebble she charged them one million dollars per letter you serious chili noted that these type of stories were even toned down for the film pebbles on the other hand claims these tales are untrue and it's crime slander the music industry veteran says she got her lawyers on deck and is ready to sue check out pebbles rant on twitter she says i'm not here to promote something i put on the map and yet have been disrespected by because of more reasons than one lawyers on deck i would say being lied on for as long as and trying to continue is sadder but the continued slander from all will help prove just what was done thank you love it's not good what they played that they what they played a part of but, but it will be dealt with now that the slander continues tlc without me no way heart and i am shocked listening to all this mess and lies on this radio interview this is madness it's so hard to believe this do not believe uh and during the actual um show like the the actual uh the the actual like uh tv show mm-hmm. her and la reed i guess were tweeting through that shit and uh or, or la reed was tweeting through that and they were having like people talking about that and they were oh it was weird too because like people had pictures of that son who apparently is fat and took some pictures where he was passed out and his dick was out like of his pants or something like that okay which was kind of weird because i feel yes. like those are gonna be the same people today that are talking about no fat shaming and uh yes it's bullying to put people's pictures online mm-hmm. but whatever you know it's twitter so whatever's convenient at the time right yep but uh yeah it was um it was just kind of like crazy how um you know people basically you know like really got into this documentary last night um carl Payne was in the documentary uh aka cockroach aka cole from martin Mm -hmm. and he played la reed uh he was doing good he was getting his uh sophisticated um swag on he was like (laughs) he wore glasses and crossed his legs and was talking all proper oh shit now but uh he did an interview with sister to sister and he was basically saying that uh he played la reed in the tlc biopic um but he doesn't want to meet la reed because he feel like dude might be a snake or some shit um so he, he said uh at the end of the day if somebody feels some because you know he played la reed and la reed was another kind of quote-unquote villain mm-hmm. at the end of the day if somebody feels some sort of way then maybe that's a good thing i must have done something right um there's been a lot of back and forth between ladies and pebbles um he said none of that surprised me at all it's like par for the course i've heard and seen it happen a million times he also shared why he chose to watch old interviews of la to pick up his mannerisms as opposed to sitting down and meeting him personally he said my contract was to read the script and do it well that's it on to the next job so you know he probably also uh i don't think cole is a method actor you know, he probably yeah. didn't feel like he needed to go through a walk around or with L.A. Reid to to pick it up nope. for VH1. Not for VH1, they ain't paying enough. He's, he said uh, the 44-year-old actor went on to discuss life after Martin and why many producers didn't want to take a chance on him after he played such a silly role on a sitcom. He said they didn't re- even really want to want me in the room. 
uh thankfully some folks eventually decided to give him a chance to prove himself he said it got easier because there were some folks grave enough brave enough to give me an opportunity they weren't disappointed you just want your shot it's one thing if you get stopped before you get to the door but at least let me in there yeah it's gotta suck because you know he, he knocked the he knocked that cold roll out of the park on martin mm-hmm. and it was a very highly acclaimed show and I guess, you know, it, you, you just come a victim of typecasting because yes, people are like, do. they don't want to see you in nothing else. Right. Exactly. They just think you're going to get on there and be like, rental spoons over and over again when, uh, you've moved on. Um, yep. but okay. So the doc, the actual like movie, I, I enjoyed it tremendously. Like I tuned in to like laugh. I was going, I was anticipating being like, Oh, who the fuck do they think they are trying to do this? This is obviously going to be, you know, terrible. And, you know, no, no do we need a, a made for TV, crazy, sexy, cool movie? You know what I mean? Cause, you know, when you hear stuff like this, you're like, it's gonna, you know, it's gonna, it just reminds me of the time Flex played Michael Jackson, you know, where it's like, it's gonna be terrible nobody should watch this shit um just give it you know a lot of people enjoyed it um not just enjoyed it and i just want to say i didn't just enjoy it on some like it's so bad it's good i I, there were genuine parts of of the movie i I found like actually in enjoyable and and worth watching like i think everybody should take if you if you grew up in the 90s if you grew up with tlc you know you should take some time out and watch it even the parts that are laughably bad, like, they kind of make you, like, if you were a TLC fan, it kind of reminds you of all that shit, man. Yeah. Um, and it's a good, like, kind of behind the scenes and seeing it illustrated. Uh, Drew Sidora played T-Boz. Kiki Palmer played Chili. Uh, to much, a lot of people were giving her props because she was looking good and everybody was like, you know, girl, how old is you now? Like, it was one of them moments. <laughs> yeah she's a beautiful she's a beautiful mm-hmm. young lady yeah like I, I guess she uh you know uh must come a long way since Aquila and the bee yes and, she has uh, house of pain and uh mm-hmm. people said uh i need to find out what you've been up to um i think justin even offered to let her live in the uh live the poly lifestyle in his home if she wanted to oh so. lord um rochelle eights uh played pebbles um evan ross played dallas austin uh which is funny because he pretty much was just being light-skinned um ah! <laughs> like he was just like that was his role is i'm gonna just be light-skinned and look you in your eyes and that's gonna be my role uh he was part of the reason that you know light-skinned people fell out um uh, during the 90s but uh oh, lord listen and i cannot stress this enough and i know people are gonna think i'm joking and I am being 100% serious. Little Mama was a revelation. <laughs> she was so good. I'm not joking. I wish I was joking. I like is people been, oh, you just hyping it up. Listen, I and I, Little Mama, if people know, last thing I know about Little Mama was that she was, uh, on stage when she wasn't supposed to be at the yeah. MTV Awards. That's the last thing I remember. When Jay-Z was, like, uh, up there performing, at the end of it, she ran on stage and, like, crossed her arms 
and jumped on there and i was like the fuck is wrong with this girl that's the last thing i remember about little mama i can't Me too i can't remember you yeah. know if you guys uh know some other moments from her career please shed Let the light because um your boy don't know okay mm-hmm. i don't keep up with her i dismissed her right there i said this is a ratchet ass hood booger and i'm done with her why black folks can't act right when we go places we got to show out and that was it <laughs> that was where i that was the fine little mama for me for however many years that's been but after seeing this shit i had to tell people uh she became left eye real talk man it felt like uh left eye was alive for two hours dog it like i'm uh i would love to like try to uh joke it i'm not trying to size it she put her heart and soul into that role like it was one of the times you like this person was born to be this role not since uh 50 cent and get rich and die trying or eminem and eight mile <laughs> has there been somebody that took on a role like that and to be honest those dudes are playing themselves yes they were i'm saying she was so good as left eye it felt like left eye was playing left eye i'm talking about the way she talked the mannerisms the energy even the makeup they put on her had her looking like left eye like she even nailed like she's really the only one that truly nailed the serious parts of the show because like other there was other parts where people were supposed to be like real serious and stuff um you know like it was like a, a miscarriage people getting cheated on of course t-boss had sickle cells so there was like some real like supposed to be sad moments but i feel like those trained actresses did not nail that shit nearly as good as uh little mama nailed it like she showed the fuck out dog. she probably took the role very seriously like she <laughs> should win something i'm not or be nominated for something like, I don't even know what, like, she should get, like, uh, nominated for an Emmy or something. I seen somebody else saying that, like, NWACP award or something. I seen somebody else tweeting about her, her, uh, playing that role. You can't tell where Lil Mama ends and Left Eye begins. And she was just transcendent in the role. Um, she was a tour de force. I, tour de I'm boy. not joking. Uh, like, people were like, oh, Rod, you're trolling, and I know you. No, up there, uh, not exaggerating, up there with Heath Ledger's Joker, Daniel Day-Lewis and There Will Be Blood, that, <laughs> that type of performance where you're like, this person is too good for this movie. You know, like she was, she outacted everybody in that motherfucker. She was showing out, dog. Like I was so, it was so good. It was The only thing that was kind of sad was that some of the writing was kind of simple for Left Eye storyline because obviously she's passed on mm-hmm. and you know you could tell that because chili and um t-boss directed it mm-hmm. or executive produced it so you could tell that was way more nuance and subtleness and stuff in their story and left eye story was way like a lot of stuff was left out yeah of hers uh you could tell so it was like well there was a relationship with andre rising but they just make it like real simple like andre rising saw her at the club they went home and they was going together Two scenes later, she saw him cheating. She burned the shit down. The end. It's like, well, uh, you know, yeah, if they, Left Eye would have been alive, I'm sure she would have had more insight into, like, how exactly all that shit went down. Down, yeah. But, man, Lil Mama was so good, man. It don't even sound right saying Lil Mama, man. But ah! that's her fucking name. Like, what you gonna say? You know, it, 
that's what her name that's what she go by that's so what she go by you know i feel like her name if she went by whatever her government was and it was like you know sherry Moore or some shit everybody would be like sherry Moore killed it and that would be the end of it but because it was um little mama, little mama it was like oh uh it's you know that this is gonna be terrible but um man she was good dog like Oh, anybody watch that and tell you little mama didn't kill that shit, man, fuck them. You tell them I said it. Cause they, they are lying <laughs> like shit. She out, like I, I tuned into clown. I don't think you understand. Like I turned on the TV and was like, Oh, that's right. Little mama playing left eye. This is going to be good. You know, she ain't memorized these scripts. Ah, not scripts. Man, she murdered, she murdered that shit. Murdered it. Um, yeah it was uh they it was funny too like it had they had their moments where they had like a lot of um dudes in there that were like scrub ass niggas um hanger ons and you like guys that got in the way of the group and stuff and you know all that kind of stuff that was kind of crazy uh watching chili supposedly fall out with um um dalvin or whatever like Mm -hmm. you know stuff like that was pretty cool but just oh man just little mama stole the show dog it's hard to hate that movie after watching her um like she honestly like little mama should probably like if they could do like just a movie of her being left out i would watch it like for real that like that's the role of a lifetime she was born to play left eye just shit like i thought they was exaggerating because a lot of people was on the set was like that and you hear those rumors you're like here you go trying to pump it up so everybody watches vh1 special don't nobody want to see this cheap ass bullshit and then you see and you're like no they weren't lying this is what she was she she was meant to do i don't know if she can do that for any other role but for this one mm, yeah yeah now they had a bunch of stuff like you know of course Chili got uh pregnant, had miscarriage, uh T Boz had sickle cell and they had to miss tour dates and stuff. And Pebbles, you know, was basically just keeping them broke. But I felt like if Joe Jackson would have been over the group, they they wouldn't have missed no performances. Oh no. Been out there dancing with that sickle cell. Dancing with that pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Um and then they showed like the real T Boz and Chili after and um Chili still look like she could play herself though. Like, yeah she does she, she looks good still um um <clears throat> uh but yeah uh what else is happening um they should have <laughs> some of the stuff was like a little laughable like there was a part where they're in a bar and it's supposed to be the 90s and they got ciroc bottles in the background mm-hmm. ciroc not was not out then yeah no it was not not so, then ciroc so. is like real new not even five years old yeah they also like had this weird plot device of a guy that just like it's supposed to be a narrator but you know how they do the thing where they're supposed to be playing like a snippet from the radio and that's really the narration but there's no radio reports that ever sound like this it's like uh, (laughs) tlc just sold 10 million dollars worth of records and now they're on the town it's ready to go to get a wartime our hometown heroes have made good. Come on, y'all. It's like that. No radio station talks like that. 
ever he didn't promote a song that was coming up next. Ah! he didn't say like don't touch that dial's got jam on it none of that he had no, none of the dj hooks yeah he didn't take it to commercial it was just like he only existed it's like a 24 7 radio station that only does tlc news yeah i believe you the that current updates looks like left eye is getting drunk on the club people say she going crazy we'll take it on back now i'm like what, are we, what? Ah! nobody does this no um then they had like some nondescript white dudes and stuff because a lot of the stuff like these motherfuckers was agreeing to record deals like people agree to sign up for facebook just or whatever like people would talk to them for two minutes like, at least yeah, in the movie yeah, yeah. There was like no lawyers present or nothing. It's like, listen, guys, I'm going to take TLC to the top. I think you guys can be stars. You stick with me. We'll go all the way to the top. You guys agree? Yeah, we got a deal. All right. You guys got a record deal. Yeah, like, that's probably how it happened. That's why everybody broke. Yeah. Then they show up in a white dude's office like a year later. Like, hey, man, where, where our money at? Oh, the money. Well, this well, is. Well, uh, when, when uh, you ooh, said yes, um, uh, this is awkward. We got everything. Here's Have you talked to Pebbles about piece. the money? Yeah, I bet you they talked to that. I gave we, the money to Pebbles. Yeah, I, we have to call Pebbles about your money because she told me this would happen someday. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she warned me. A lot of people were talking about other 90s groups and, and artists that they want to see as uh, get movies. Mm-hmm. Someone brought up R. Kelly. It was like, that would be good because we would get a Leah changing faces, Truth Hurts, Sparkle, etc. I was like, and Chris Hansen. So you get him too. Ah, oh, yes, you would. I don't think we'll ever see that one. No. Um, but yeah, man, Lil Mama like almost brought me to tears a couple times, man, because you know the whole time look that Left Eye's going to die. True. And she was like hitting them scenes real good, like the reflective scenes the videos that she made on vacation and stuff and how she was trying to like find herself and like all this stuff like she was just man she was just killing it dog like it for real y'all should watch it just for love mama man um but uh yeah man it was uh the, it was crazy i didn't realize how like hood some of the shit was like chili got pregnant by dalvin because he got some other chick pregnant wow yeah yeah like that's that's that young girl shit the real young girl um, you get pregnant i'm gonna get pregnant mm-hmm. right um the then there was a there was like a um a lot of stuff with them like being broke and running out of money and stuff and uh like they was they was having a hard time making it because like everybody had their money except them so it's like they would do the math and be like, well, we sold this much money. We should make this much money because we sold this many records. Yep. And it's like, no. You, know, you get about two cents an album. Yeah, we actually take all of this shit out. Like they went like platinum or some shit. Mm-hmm. And L.A. Reed and Pebbles bought them like some some SUVs. That was the extent of like how much what they got paid. The fuck I want with an SUV. Right. Like, we don't got your money, but here's some cars. No, 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 no. What you spend this vehicle, give me that money in cash. Right. Um, but yeah, it was like, that, that, that shit was stupid. Like, cause they were just having a harder time managing the debt ceiling than, than Congress. And yeah. even when T-Boss had that baby at the end, I was like, she's just gonna put the power in that baby's name. Cause they, they doing so bad at this point. Uh, they just need the help. Um, but uh yeah man that, 
i i don't know man go check it out i don't, I don't want to just give you a blow by blow of everything that happened in the movie but you should all go look at it because uh it was super duper good and um you know little mom played the shit out of that role man i wouldn't be surprised if she's did they did they do any videos or like snippets? yeah they showed them like behind the scenes videos they show like what happened when some of them didn't show up they show why left eye had tape on her mouth during the creep video ah. because she taped her mouth because it was basically t-boz's song and she didn't really have a part so she was like if y'all motherfuckers ain't gonna give me nothing to rap i'm just gonna show up and put tape on my mouth in the video <laughs> and that's what the hell she did huh yep yep like well, her stuff was too her storyline was too simple man they should have gave little mama more to do because she was the best actress in there man and like they was giving her simple ass storylines this one dude was looking like a creator player from a video game and he was like ah! supposed to be her dude that was getting in her head and then they had like a little fight and then t-boss was like well he married anyway so i don't know why you listening to him over us and it's like you married and then she slapped him and walked out and it's like they didn't set that up there was no nuance there there was no like allusion to this it's just shit like that where it's like th- that wouldn't have like if if left i would have input i'm sure that story would have went way different yes it would you know and even if it was just details of like oh he used to get calls at three in the morning and i was like what the fuck you know um but one thing it did remind me of, and this is unfortunate, but uh, when No Scrubs came out, it really did set the dating game way back for um, young men mm-hmm. that was trying to be somebody. Yes, it did. Because, you know, you going to college, investing in yourself. And, you know, in college, man, you're not going to be the most balling dude. You sure like You're going to be on the passenger side of the vehicle. And No Scrubs coming out at the same time as Bill's really put heightened expectations on brothers yeah it did that was not fair and if like because pay my bills and no scrubs doesn't even say anything about the what the woman's doing for herself Mm-mm. it's just like if you a woman the least you can do is get a man that can drive his own car and pay your bills and it's like bitch i'm in college i'm trying to be somebody i'm doing stuff with myself what is this so it was very ah brought me back to a negative place. I was like, "What? This is bullshit." It is. Uh, we got a whole bunch of other articles though. Um, Rihanna got kicked out of a mosque in Abu Dhabi. Why? She entered on a private visit without introducing herself and without prior coordination with the administration. Now, why anyone would think to do this in these co- these like Middle Eastern countries? Come on now. You got to be insane. Like yeah, you the level have- of celebrity privilege you need to be dripping with to think that your ass can't get hemmed up over there. Come on. You need to let them know. They didn't know yeah. you coming. And you a woman going to an Arab area come on dog yeah some of these places don't play that shit they don't yeah, like they'll saudi arrest Ara- you yeah. and not think twice saudi arabia doesn't even like you have public displays of affection and like out there and you can get arrested for that shit so to just think i'm gonna walk up in this mosque and then she was asked to leave before entering the mosque after she posed in ways that do not match the sacred status and there's pictures of her like instagram page of her like dressed like she just went there for like a photo shoot basically oh yeah and she's like dressed in like a you know this thing that kind of covers her hair but not her whole face 
and then she's like sitting out posing in this mosque There's, and it's like people standing around the background and shit so obviously this isn't like a, a actual photo shoot nothing's been cleared out she just was like i won't take pictures in the mosque and they're like uh bitch you're disrespecting our mosque right uh we're trying to pray and you over here posing get out of here yeah so you know people here to worship and pray and shit yeah and you out here like but i just we we wouldn't mind uh you coming but at least let us know yeah i'm shining that's what she was she's like i'm shining though right no no you're not shining you look like an idiot speaking of celebrities snoop dogg changed his name again how many times does he change his name for every 10 years i don't understand not even 10 anymore he was just snoop lying last year uh because he was doing a reggae album now he wants to do a funk album and he's gonna go by snoop zilla zilla like godzilla mm-hmm. what does godzilla got to do with funk uh I, at this point i don't know i don't even know what the hell snoop dog got to do with funk i don't even know if, if snoop knows what he's doing at, at this point oh fuck it he's just gonna be snoop dog forever i'm not calling you snoop dog snoop lion snoop dizzy snoop anything you snoop dog today you die yeah like i don't you know you ain't confusing me with all these goddamn names i don't know if he's gonna do other genres of music um or what um but yeah snoopzilla man just just can't can't help himself um the saddest part is the media that appeases him by actually calling him this shit for the three months that he decides he's gonna be something yes it's like oh snoop Lion came by the studio today i'm like stop stop yeah okay, just go back to snoop dog okay guys we all know who he is mm-hmm. at this point we're just gonna have to start calling him by his government and shit you stop yeah because other than that you even be- becomes confusing but like what animal are you today sir yeah, I think his government's like Calvin Broadus. Like, we're just going to have to start calling him Calvin again. Yeah, you Calvin, dog. Um, We talked about it yesterday, but we didn't go into a lot of detail. But uh, I got my hands on the uh, blog about the guide for feminist men mm-hmm. that are trying to date women. Mm-hmm. I was looking at some of these. Learn how to recognize your own emotions. Consent requires honesty. You can't speak honestly about your intentions unless you know what they are. That's right, y'all. You got to learn how to talk about your own emotions and understand, you know, what's going on. Uh, Two, just as we teach high schoolers that if you're not ready for the possible outcomes of babies and disease, you're not ready for sex. The same is true of emotions. Sounds like the person who wrote this got emotionally scarred from some dude or something. Mm -hmm. Sex brings up emotion. This is just the reality of choosing to engage in sexual relationships. Well, some women would say it doesn't. Some women would say they have sex and they don't get emotional about it. Yeah, That's true now. If you're not ready to work with the emotion to make sure everyone is okay afterwards, then you're not ready for sex. Um, So it sounds like the obligation like a lot of this when i was reading it a lot of the article just seemed like make sure the person is okay constantly check on the woman make sure she's okay make sure her well-being is okay and i understand to a certain extent you want to make sure people are okay but then there's like a line to all this shit where it's like you're still responsible for your own emotions and you're consenting to having sex too Mm -hmm. you have to take care of your own emotional well-being too it's not necessarily 
all the other person yeah it's not really my responsibility for a hundred percent of your stability and shit like we fucked okay that's your right just as it's mine you know if you're the kind of person who avoids your own or other people's emotions then you're not going to be able to have good consent conversations until you get more comfortable with your own and other people's emotions sign up for a consent skill workshop or several this is something i've never heard of what is a consent skill workshop i don't know uh i wonder how readily available that is in everybody's areas that's true too um read books on consent and on radical conflict resolution skills i have a question now i fucked you now we are in a full-blown relationship at this point go ahead karen consent yes or no is it am i the only one that that, that realizes it's that simple either yes you can (laughs) fuck me or no you can't fuck me that's the end of the consent seems like it recognize that you agreed to or initiated a romantic relationship however short or long lived so you are responsible to the other person in that relationship as well as to yourself nobody put a gun to your head and made you make out with this person so uh, who is the dude that hurt her somebody did nobody did this jermaine so own your own choices and their effects jermaine people need different things after a hookup know your own needs and be responsive to those needs of the other person jermaine <laughs> don't Say or act like you are serious about someone. Make out with them and then avoid them, Jermaine. Can I say this clearly enough? If you make out with somebody, you are responsible for checking in to make sure they are okay. Not just during. Somebody got attitude. Not just during, but also after. Discuss casual sex as casual sex and ambiguous sex as ambiguous sex. If your initial connection seems serious but things don't work out the way you hope, do the work on to end on good terms with this person. Yeah, it's not like somebody's been hurt. It's not like somebody that has had sex with somebody and their expectations of what they thought was, was not what the other person thought it was. And it's one of those things. And, and it's, and when it comes to sex, it's two sides to every story. Uh, a lot of times when it comes to sex, men and women both sometimes are not open with partners. They're not truthful with partners. And then some people are truthful with their partner and will tell you, hey, I'm just here to fuck. Mm-hmm. And you fuck them. Then they want to get emotional when you're like, hey, I told you before we did this, there was no emotions involved. And so it's it's more complex than what she's trying to make it. Yeah, shit is just straight up. Um, first of all, a lot of stuff is just complicated. Yes, it is. And a lot of stuff is sloppy and messy. It's just not neat. It's easy to talk about in a paper, but in actual practice is not neat and there's no amount of classes that can fix it no it's not because you're still talking about two people and uh, there's a lot of women that you can't make a woman okay no you know what i mean like there's some people that are like i have emotional issues and you can't fix them sometimes the fix is i want to be with you and it's like i don't want to be with you that's right you know uh you may have to have some emotions talk for talk first to get a good place and clear up any miscommunications or accidental harm you caused if so you're responsible not only for grudgingly going alone but for actively initiating and holding a space for that conversation do not make it their job to ask for a conversation to get you both back to a good place together it is your job as much as theirs do not run away if things get uncomfortable she sounds crazy that i'm done i'm done all right the shutdown causes eyes ah! to delay tax filing season uh, normally tax filing season starts January 21st. It's April 15th. Well, because the IRS has got all fucked up and mm, shit during the shutdown. Yep. 
the 16 day shutdown there they'll be moving the filing season by up to two weeks to give programmers time to finish updating the agency's computers um but everything will still be due april the 15th because <laughs> they're gonna get they money on time oh yeah yeah the government was shut down but guess what you were still paying taxes on your food taxes on that like we'll give a damn if we shut down shut down does not mean we don't take your money yeah um uh remember we talked about steubenville a while back Mm -hmm. well i remember at the time saying how to me what was most reprehensible about steubenville thing was even more so than the actual rapist the boys that raped that that the girl uh who i you know find despicable and disgusting i understand they're young and people make mistakes and shit but uh that's for better people than me to forgive um the thing i found even more just uh just makes you kind of angry and frustrated is that there were a lot of adults that were in charge of supervising all this content that knew about things yep that purposely passed this shit over because dudes play football sir and um they you know the so there's been like the first indictment of one of the adults in the case uh, uh, adults in the case and i'm glad yeah because you are you are accountable and responsible yeah i'm glad i'm glad that somebody's like stepping up and and doing something man because it you know shit was out of control and uh somebody should do something the first case, uh, the first person to be indicted by a special grand jury for the Steubenville rape case was in court for his arraignment on Wednesday afternoon. William Reinerman, 53, entered a plea of not guilty of, to charges of tampering with evidence, perjury, obstruction, obstructing justice, and obstructing official business. Reinerman asked for a personal recognizance bond of 25000 His next appearance is set up Friday, October 25th. Uh, when are you going to just start fucking shit up? well um it was i think um it was like he was the it dude or some shit and uh he got he got in charge he got charged with that shit um they relate to his position as an employee of steubenville city schools in the area of information technology he is listed on the website as the director of technology attorney attorney general dewine general dewine said in a telephone interview while this was the first indictment they the grand jury are not done with the investigation so they will continue to hear from witnesses and continue to look into the investigation uh dan tierney from the ohio attorney general's office says a copy of the indictment is under seal until paperwork regarding Reiterman's arrest is filed with the county county clerk um so yeah I, I, he you know he was in a position like i just remember there were things where it was like uh anonymous found like oh this one dude was you know getting pictures from the boys of naked girls and shit and it was like nobody get investigated that you know it's just like oh well they in you know so was was this stuff done on like school computers and school shit and he just glossed over past that shit who knows i don't know we'll find more details at some point because um, for you to go after somebody's over the school it just like dog you got this information you didn't report it you didn't tell nobody mm-hmm. well if, if he was tampering with evidence and sh- obstructing justice yeah you know that that's Something some pretty happened. damning things yeah just the accusation even conservative groups who uh you know they, they they're mad about the shutdown mm-hmm. they're now targeting u.s republicans who voted to end the shutdown this is why are they turning on themselves 
uh yeah they are turning on themselves um but, but there's two parts of this one this is why republicans are so successful at the shit they do the pressure they put internally on each other is unprecedented mm-hmm. it's not even comparable to democrats nope like they really try to get like you can't shut the government down forever no you can't and you weren't gonna get them to repeal the affordable care act no you were not but motherfuckers are so mad they're like yeah we want to get you out of office because you couldn't do the impossible that's what the tea party is about they knew you weren't gonna shut the government down dog like like i don't know what illusional world they thought we people people was not gonna be out of work for months and weeks and years for you to fucking make a point that's unrealistic well it's also because the tea party thinks like government is the enemy and government is not the enemy well they think government is the enemy and then they think that just the idea of government is bad so anything to hurt government and to shut it down is good so they were thinking like this is actually like to be honest i think that is the tea party's plan the shutdown is the plan i don't think this i don't like people are like shutdown is a tactic no shutdown is a plan for the tea party the problem is when you bring in the tea party they are such an ignorant party yes they don't understand how government even works works. and they're like their entire philosophy is just full of rage and anger and they're aligning themselves with like republicans are so stupid to align themselves with them because they're so short-sighted you know these are not the kind of people that are going to support you forever because they're in their in their in, in their full honesty at their full extent they feel that you aren't necessary and they don't want you either you know they don't want government at all you know not and i'm not even gonna bring up the racism and the bullshit like that just on a pure this is what they say they stand for point they just want a small ass government that's not realistic and not only is this not realistic what the fuck is wrong with you you won't have police officers you won't have fire departments we would go into straight fucking chaos yeah and and it, i mean this and this is one of those like times where you know they're ignorant because you know we've seen quotes from them where it's like you know the government is terrible and they need to stop giving out government handouts they better not touch my medicaid you're like whoa what the fuck yeah you're gonna look but and and, and, and the funny thing about it the, the, okay maybe may, maybe i'm the person that, that don't understand you don't want the government doing shit for you but you want programs from the government that you think the benefits you but if they benefit anybody else outside your group fuck that but when you affect the government you affect things that affect you also so shutting it down affects everybody you can't be that idiotic um house after hours after congress passed the measure the club for growth and senate conservatives fund endorsed chris mcdaniel the tea party republican from mississippi who was running for the seat occupied by senator tad thad cochran so this is like internal fighting. They're going to nominate a Tea Party person to his seat rather than him because they feel like, you know, th- he let them down by compromising. Chris McDaniel is a constitutional conservative who will fight to stop Obamacare, balance the budget and get America working again. The Senate Conservatives Fund statement said Cochran was among 27 Senate Republicans to support the plan to end the shutdown. 
Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, Kentucky Republican, who helped craft the deal, faced a similar backlash on Friday. McConnell's primary opponent, Tea Party candidate Matt Bevin, was endorsed by the Senate Conservatives Fund, a group funded by former South Carolina Senator Jim DeMint, a leading voice of the Tea Party. Like these, they really didn't know what they got themselves in bed with. No, and, and I, this shit is starting to eat. It's becoming a cancer, and they're gonna have to excise themselves from it, and it's gonna make them even weaker than before. But they need to do this for the long term if they want to have a future in America. I believe that that's true. And honestly, I think that uh, when it came down to it, the Republicans were like, "Hey, we got the same philosophies and ideas." And shit like that, but I don't think I'm like you. I don't think they really knew what the whole group came with. Well, they fucked up too because all the gerrymandering that they did to make sure that these seats are like safe from Democrats are going to be the same things that Tea Partiers use to steal these seats, and then their seats will be untouchable. You know what I mean? Now you gotta have Tea Party people involved in the government for long periods of time um, because they've artificially won these elections by you know changing the districts and and stuff like that Mm -hmm. you know like this was a fucking stupid idea for republicans they were so desperate because they didn't have the charisma and they didn't have the, the the actual stances that that reflected american majorities that, when it came to voting that's right they panicked so bad that they thought we'll just go with the loudest richest people and we'll you know we'll let the tea party take over if we have to we'll let uh you know the coke brothers take over if we have to whatever it takes to stay relevant and this shit is really pigeonholing them mm-hmm. and it's fucking up our regular government we shouldn't even have had a budget stop no, we sh- we shouldn't have. And 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 the thing is that uh, the Republicans and the Democrats both knew that shutting the government down is a bad thing. The only people that was like "fuck yeah" were these people, mm-hmm. and everybody's looking at them sideways, going, "We don't like each other, but both of us really don't like y'all crazy asses because y'all just going against everything that we stand for right now." Yeah, and they're not, you know, the Tea Party people are still going to think that they can repeal a law and Mm -hmm. something that the majority of the country actually voted for a candidate based on this health care stuff. They're going to actually keep fighting it because they think that at some point they're going to be able to repeal it. And it's like you can't. It's a law, baby. Like once it's a law and y'all took it to court and the court voted it down, Mm -hmm. it's like you can complain and Fuss all you want to, but you can't change these things. And also, this is another reason why I'm like, uh, in January, we're going to be motherfucking shutting down again. And people are going to get tired of it. Yep. Um, Senate conservatives, their uh, fund, the Senate conservatives fund, uh, led to like their, I'm sorry, Senate conservatives fund shutdown strategy, the, the you know, the shutdown of the government mm-hmm. led to record fundraising. Record fundraising. Right. They raise more funds by shutting down the government, like private donors that wanted to see these motherfuckers get paid. You know, this, they made more money being obstinate in becoming the least popular they have ever been. 
cold wise people are like you know fuck y'all y'all are fucking things up people in the country still were like this is your fault at a majority of people think this they actually raise more money appeasing the small base of tea partiers and rich people and shit than they did any other time and you know what i'm gonna tell you this this is what you motherfucking get i'm gonna tell you why y'all fought and fought and y'all had the 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 the, uh, supreme court turn around and say businesses are people y'all turn around and y'all had the supreme court come around well according to this though karen the majority of fundraiser came from small donors not even Comp- companies and shit. No, 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 no. And, and the thing about it is that now they actually are having it where they're trying to 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 to, to pass a law where they don't limit where the amount of money an individual donor can get. They're trying to lift that where people can give un unlimited amount of money as an individual. This is what they're trying to push now. And also, you 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 to me, you uh, have these people in here and these people have got the pockets of people with a lot of money. It's a small group with a lot of money. So you're passing laws and you're making it where money moves and money pushes things in the gender regardless of what the general populace wants. I just think, I don't even think it's that. I really think it's just there's a a small constituent of people in America that are actually really gullible and fools are separated from their money. Now that's true too now. this is a loser's bet. Yes, it is. They're not gonna, they're not gonna, I mean, as evidenced by the fact they're targeting these same conservatives, they're not gonna shut down the government forever. Mm-mm. No matter how good a game they talk, they're not gonna default on the debt. Mm-mm. And, um, they're not gonna be able to repeal, uh, the Affordable Care Act. No, they're not. But people, they are con- going out giving these stump speeches and convincing these stupid motherfuckers to give $25 a time, thinking that, this these things are possible and these dumbasses are giving it they, they're rewarding these dudes for fleecing them and you know something's got to give there is all i'm saying it's either yeah, the, it does those tea party supporter type people are either going to back up way up off these people or the opposite is going to happen and uh the republicans have to kick the tea party people out because they're going to become diametrically opposed at some point they can't possibly have both goals yeah, and, 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 and it's one of those things where there has to be a balance. Like, it, it, it really has to be a balance. And mm-hmm. it's one of those things where when people voted these people in office, they did not vote you in office to take your feet, dig them in the motherfucking sand and say, I will not be removed. They did not, they, they did not vote you in there for that. They voted you in there to compromise. They voted you in there to, to fight for whatever, uh, for your constituents, but they didn't vote you in there to shut shit down. See, I, I disagree. I think a lot of them did. That's why. The okay. Money, that's why, okay. that's why the money went up. You know what I'm saying? They okay. think, these motherfuckers think this is the job of these people. They put up the, and like, and to a point where they're, they, because they don't understand how government works, they're really stupid about it. Where it's like, I'm giving you money because you shut down the government. And then it's like, okay, we can keep this up for 16 days, but at some point the government got to start back again. Yeah. We like, we can't not be, be- have, uh, you know, um, uh, emergency services or some shit or even you know just you know f- fundamental shit like because in four weeks they were gonna have to shut down like regular shit like mm-hmm. hey guess what guys there's no more dmv 
You know what I mean? So like stuff like that, I feel like these people are so dumb that they're they're almost getting fleeced because they're giving money thinking that this shit is sustainable. It's it's not. No, it's not. And and they're very dumb. They're very stupid. They're very idiotic because these same people would turn around. Those are the same thing. Oh, my bad. We turn around and complain (laughs) about services not being there, not working. It's mm-hmm. like you can't complain about services not working right. when you voted people in there to stop the shit in the first it's place. Fucking, yeah, it's that, so. And, 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 mm-hmm. and, and maybe because I keep thinking with my rational, logical mind that I look at them sideways, going, "Motherfucker, what the hell is wrong with you?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I just think they they think this shit is smart. Um, uh, speaking of tea party, tea party leader wants to file a class action lawsuit against homosexuality. Wanna who? What? A Tea Party Unity event um had the founder uh Rick Scarborough, a former Baptist pastor, who declared AIDS to be God's judgment. He spoke with anti gay activist Peter LaBarbara LaBarbara uh, about the possibility of filing a big tobacco style lawsuit against homosexuality. Huh, is it did a uh, question mm-hmm. did did all the homosexuals get together and and form a conglomerate and <laughs> right. was like you know what we're gonna make everybody homosexual we know that this is the disease and we know that this kills you but we're gonna write reports saying that it don't affect nobody like the tobacco industry did word that that's what he's trying to do well it's big tobacco and it's big gay we all know that peter the whole issue is a of a classic action lawsuit you and I have talked about this a little bit. Scar- Scarborough reminded LaBarbera, who has the curiously gay-obsessed group Americans for Truth About Homosexuality. <clears throat> I just wondered if you've explored that, talked to anyone about it. Um, obviously, statistically, now even the Centers for Disease Control verify homosexuality much more likely leads to AIDS than smoking leads to cancer. And yet the entire nation That's- has rejected smoking. Billions of dollars are put into a trust fund to help cancer victims and tobacco industry. The tobacco industry was held accountable for that. Any thoughts on that kind of approach? So, yeah, um, we're going to sue gay people so they can pay for all. Can you imagine the, pay for all the gayness? I don't, I don't understand. Right. Can you imagine the truth ads that will come out of this? Because, you know, oh, they t- will be so epic. Tobacco has truth ads that are against oh, I smoking would cigarettes. I love those truth ads. Yeah. You know, but like truth, we are coming to get you. Uh, I think you're thinking of it the other way. Um, <laughs> if not for gay people, it'd be against gay people. No, no, we uh, no. You know, you know. Oh, you mean like gay people chasing people around or something? Yes, yeah. like 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 you know, you know how when when cigarettes first came out, they made cigarettes cool. You know, they they're gonna be like they're gonna be like, hey, if you want to be cool and hip, they're like, hey, men, have you looked in your closet and realized nothing matches and everything is black and brown? Come over here with us gays and we put some color in your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Queer eye for the straight guy. Yes. Um, yeah, I think that's great. I would love to see it. LaBarbara replied. We always wanted to see if one of the kids in high school who was counseled by the official school counselor to just be gay. Then he comes down with HIV, but we never really got that, got the client for that. What? Uh, yeah, and it, and 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 I I think for me it's one of those things where uh, last time I checked, uh, more people die from um, cigarette smoke 
didn't they die for being gay is he is he think does he think gay is a disease no okay first of all he's equating being gay to hiv to having hiv oh like he's oh, not even that's he's not even he's saying like how smoking causes cancer gay causes hiv <laughs> and that's that, not so um so therefore you should be able to sue big gay now the thing is there's no such thing as big gay there's no corporation oh you there's sure? no one selling gay are you there, sure you can't, you can't go into i don't believe you you can't go into 7-eleven and buy a couple of cartons of gay Be- yes you can they have gay by the gallon right <laughs> and i thought you do yeah you can't um but uh, yeah give me two cartons of that big gay i would like chocolate yeah they don't put like three s's in the front of slurpee or anything like that <laughs> This is so fucking stupid, man. Like, but this is the, keep in mind, this is one of the founders of the Tea Party. That is my point. Speaking of the Tea Party, it might be the title for the show. Veterans. Ah! Remember when that, we talked about the Confederate flag at the Veteran Memorial? Yes. Veterans are pissed because, um, the veterans, basically went out there to say the national parks and like the the actual war memorials should just remain open during the government shutdown so that you know they can go visit and all that stuff mm-hmm. well the tea party hijacked that yes. and went out there with all those flags yes. and guns and, and cameras confederate suits and shit and the veterans got mad they're like man why are y'all hijacking our fucking uh protests against memorial closures like there, this was no political agenda. We didn't have a against Obama for the Tea Party agenda. But we that's what they painted it as, right? We just came out here to say we we think the veteran memorial should, should be, be off open. limits and should stay open. Mm-hmm. And that and, and and that's their rights. And they was like, hey, hey you out here angry? I'm angry too. They was like, um, uh, we we not on the same page, dog. Yeah. You came out here with these cameras and shit, and all we wanted to do is come out here and enjoy the memorial. Oh man, but yeah, that's the tea party for your ass. Oh yeah. Um, so uh, some students got into some trouble um at a high school in a cafeteria the other day. Uh oh. Um, Cherokee County, Georgia. Apparently, you know, they were in high school um and uh in Atlanta. So I I don't know the race of these people. Tonight, a local article. school district is taking disciplinary action after a student recorded two other students engaged in a sex act in the middle of the school cafeteria. Channel 2's Amy Napier-Viteri is live in Cherokee County with the dare that led to this whole thing. Amy. Jovita, teens we talked with here at Etowah High School say that a student used a cell phone to record that sexual incident, which happened during lunch with plenty of people around. They say it started because people dared one of the students involved. And tonight, parents want to know why no one did anything to stop it. I'm shocked. Unbelievable. Was there nobody... No adults in the cafeteria? That was the first question one parent who didn't want to appear on camera asked when she learned of an incident at Etowah High School in Cherokee County Thursday. Students say two freshman students, male and female, engaged in a sex act during lunch in the cafeteria while another student recorded it. The guy who recorded it, he sent it to people? Yes. How many people would you estimate? A lot. We talked to other freshman students who say word of what happened and the video itself got around quickly. I don't think it's a responsible thing to do, but knowing, like, you know, our generation, you know, we don't really think before we act, and we just, you know, 
send it off. We asked a district spokesperson about the incident and got this statement. Two juvenile Etowah High School students were charged with misdemeanor public indecency for an incident that occurred on October 10th. Appropriate school disciplinary action also will occur. Students say the whole thing started because someone dared the female student. They also say the teens involved hid what was happening so effectively even people at the next table had no idea what was going on. They stacked up a bunch of books and book bags and people like surrounded them so that nobody would see. According to the students we talked with, there are teachers present during lunch. But they usually just stand in the middle like to make sure nobody leaves the cafeteria, but I guess they don't really monitor. Students we talked with said the teens haven't been back in class since Thursday's incident. The district said they are taking disciplinary action, but when we asked, they wouldn't go into detail about what that action will be. We're live in Cherokee County. Amy Nathan-Viteri, Channel 2 Action News. Nightbeat. And, and I thank you. And I have a question. The person that recorded it and sent that, can't they be charged for child pornography? I don't know, because they're a minor also, right? Oh, okay, okay. But, but, but in possession you know, of po- child pornography. It does seem like there's something there. I was thinking uh-huh. that the whole time I was reading it. Uh, um, You know, the other thing that's weird, though, to me is, like, um, it kind of relates to the last couple of days where we talked about that Vine video that went out where people were... Uh, alleging that they were watching a like a rape mm-hmm. uh it was like yeah, a, i did or maybe it was an instagram video i didn't see the video either mm-hmm. but allegedly it was like a woman on a park bench passed out and some dude having sex with her um now technically anything could have been happening there it could have been consensual it could have been it could have been a rape people were retweeting it looking for justice and stuff i don't know that that was the best course of action i don't know what you do in that situation um if you don't know those people and you're not able to get in contact with the proper authorities and provide some sort of information other than just there's a video out there i don't know what you do in that case um but some people you know were retweeting it hoping that they would spread awareness and that would bring you know something but you know it could have been uh some type of role play or something it could have like it could have been a lot of shit and but people were sending it out haphazardly. Mm-hmm. Uh, the video was taken down and deleted. I think the guy, they found the guy who posted it. I don't know how much further that investigation is going, but it's currently being investigated. Um, then we talked about the Ohio State situation. I mean, I'm oh, sorry, Ohio University situation where people were watching a guy, two drunk people, mm-hmm. uh, like and one dude was like fingering a girl and going down on her in public and people were like she's grabbing the back of his head and it looks consensual so we're taking videos of it sending it out people on the video talking and shit one of them calling him uh uh like you're a slut maybe we should all line up and take a turn and shit like that um she filed a sexual assault case later uh in this case a dare on a dare a girl sucks a dude's dick or some shit during during lunch people recorded and send it out i'm just it's just crazy how casual people are with recording and sending out this kind of shit is that was the only point i'm trying to get to is in all three situations that's crazy to me it's second nature like i said before i am the type of person i don't automatically grab and record like i'm just not unless it's some food when we go out to eat and I snap pictures. I don't actually. I snap pictures. I don't hit the record button and record the food jiggling and well, dancing some people in just, front of me. Some people just took pictures. 
Like some people just took pictures. But of my the sex pictures act. of food ain't nobody raping the food but me when I eat it. <laughs> That's the only rape happening. Right. And I don't give a damn if that food consents or not. <laughs> right. Well, um, <laughs> that was. But yeah, it was like it's just crazy that we're in that type of culture now. People not even thinking about. No. The repercussions of this of shit. Their actions, yeah. Because I would probably be thinking like, yeah, this could be a fucking problem. A big, big, like, big you problem. You know, and if you I know. really think something is going on that's criminal, I'm probably calling the police. Me too. And if it's not criminal, then it's none of my fucking business. And I don't, like, in that situation with the dude fingering some chick and they're both fucked up and drunk, you know, that's nothing but bad news no matter how you swing it. Yes, because I'm like, okay, y'all having sex in public. That's an issue to me all in itself. But like I said, because it's casual, people think this is normal. This is what you do. You grab a cell phone and record versus actually, you know, because one of the things where you don't want to approach because you really don't know what's happening or what's going on. Right. But at the same time, like when I see you about to go in on some sushi, I'm like, she might be raping that sushi. I don't know what's going on there. Mm-hmm. And then you see there, like, look, look what that mm-hmm. sushi had on. It, mm-hmm. it had some sashimi on it. Mm-hmm. It had some rice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It had some Philadelphia cream cheese. It, it, it knew what it was doing to me. Time for some games. You know how we do. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into it. Just fucking with them black people. We just fucking with them blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. Alright, man. Let's play some fucking with black people, guys. See if we can get in the speed round. We don't have much time here. London is letting housing agents refuse black tenants. What? Mm-hmm. Letting agents in London are prepared to discriminate against would-be tenants on the grounds of race. A BBC undercover investigation has revealed under the Equality Act 2010, it is illegal for businesses to refuse uh, to provide a service based on ethnicity. But 10 firms told a reporter posing as a landlord they would not let African-Caribbean people in at his request. They were not let to him. I guess that means rent to him. A black researcher has denied viewing was denied viewings, yet his white counterpart was welcomed. Hmm. BBC London was initially tipped off. Certain Latin agents were willing to discriminate against African Caribbean people on behalf of landlords with alleged misdoing rife in parts of West London. To expose the practices, the plus three-bedroom flat in North Kensington was acquired. Letting agents from 10 firms were invited to assess its rental value. All 10 were recorded on secret cameras saying they would be prepared to let net, to not show the flat to African-Caribbean people. Wow. And many detailed how they had done it before. Wow. The lettings managers of A to Z properties in Dallas Hill said... We cannot be shown discriminating against the community, but obviously we got our ways around that. 99% of my landlords don't want Afro-Caribbeans or any troublesome people. The lettings, Ah! mm -hmm, because you know, those are the same. The lettings manager at National Estate Agents Wilsden said, when someone African-Caribbean comes in, we won't advise them of this property. Even if it does get asked about, we make up an excuse to be honest with you. When a black researcher asked to view the property, the let it, the national agent told him, I'm sorry, that one's gone. The property was still on the market and a white researcher got offered a viewing. 
Wow. The A to Z agent told the black researcher he would call him to arrange a viewing. Despite a second inquiry, the agent never got back in touch. The agent had previously explained how he could deter unwanted tenants saying, we don't say no there and then. We just don't call them back and laughed. They don't want no money? They don't want black money. They want that money from the person that wants to sell the property, right? Wow. Or rent the property. A survey of 750 of adults by Running Me Trust found 29% of black people seeking private housing had experienced discrimination compared to 1% of white respondents. Wow. It's shocking that in 2013, outright racism is stopping people from finding a home. Many people think the days of landlords hanging no black signs outside properties are long gone, but discrimination mm-hmm. clearly exists. Yes, it does. I don't know about that. It's, it's, yeah, it's the most infuriating and serious type invisible. of racism. It's invisible. Like, it's, like, it's, yeah. it's sad, but it's one of those things where, damn it, I'd rather you punch me in the face because then I could say, well, you punch me in the face because now it's hidden. So unless right. you can literally prove it with like documentations or recording everybody act like you making the shit up yeah and that's why like when i hear people like adam carolla talk about race and stuff i just feel like they're so privileged that they're blind to shit you know yeah and that's why because it's like here's something that definitively proves it but if you were to bring this type of thing to someone like Adam Carolla on a case by case basis, he would be awesome. Like, well, you think it's because you're black, but you know, it could be anything. And then you have legit proof. Like, this is exactly what the fuck happens. I'm not a crazy person. I live in this skin every single day. Hey. I know when shit is fuck. That's all. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to even get more deeper than that. I know. Because I live this. Yes, and I'm not idiotic, and I'm not stupid, and uh, just because it doesn't happen to you does not mean it doesn't exist. All and right. it's one of those things where it becomes frustrating. That's why sometimes when it when when I listen to certain people, um, it it makes me angry. Some people I can't listen to because I'm like, okay, I, I I don't mind different perspectives, but to get to the point where okay, you, you're just so over there, then I'm like, okay, you just don't understand. Hmm. And for me, that becomes frustrating. When confronted in his office, the A to Z property services agency said, I mean, agent said it was pointless taking on a property if the landlord doesn't like the client's ethnicity. We continue. We have plenty of Afro-Caribbean clients. I can show you our files. We got nothing to hide. We don't discriminate against anybody. But we have your video saying you discriminate, and then we have evidence of you discriminating when black person called. Come on now. The investigation comes 45 years after race relations law ban and discrimination and how the first came. After viewing the BBC's evidence, equality lawyer Arpita Dutt said these individuals know what they're doing and know what they're doing is wrong. Mm-hmm. Equ- equally, they know how to get around it. There's no defense that I did it because somebody told me to. It's absolutely unlawful. In this case, there was clear discrimination. Yeah, to be sued. Yeah. Um, so who knows what's going to happen to them? I mean, yeah, they're gonna get investigated they say but who knows what that means and there's always gonna be ways around it and this is a complete setup but you know if this is legit i think the shit would have passed you know nobody would have there wouldn't be evidence to call someone on this you just go man i know it was on the market i know they showed it after me and i think it's because i'm black and people would be like oh you're just being paranoid yeah uh by the way 100 out of 100 for this <laughs> Yes. I mean, real life implications, you know, evidence, everything. A hundred. Uh, let's do a couple guests to race before we, uh, before we leave. Can't leave without doing guests to race.
some Gaster Race. That's right, it's Gaster Race time. That's right, y'all. It's time for Gaster Race, number one game show sweeping all the podcast land where we play different articles from around the world and we ask you to guess the race of the people involved. Let's talk about the first article. The chat room is the only people playing today, so let's get right into it. Um, I think I actually have a video of this. Let me see if I can uh, refresh it. But uh, why would you knife your boyfriend? You know, there's a lot of good reasons. But when you're in Florida... Every reason is a good reason uh, to knife your boyfriend. Scott, you're charged with Actually, okay. this is the judge video. A South Florida model allegedly slashed her boyfriend with a pink pocket knife. Oh, not pink? Mm-hmm. Keeping it fashion conscious. She's a, yes, she's a was it bedazzled? Oh, Florida. After his dog wolfed down her marijuana stash. Ah! So his dog ate her weed, so mm-hmm. she stabbed him. So she stabbed him. Ah. dog was high as hell maybe <laughs> maybe it was scooby and shaggy explains everything may have been shaday scott 26 who told a judge she does modeling work posed for broward sheriff's office mugshot after she was allegedly on sunday even in charge with one count of domestic battery her boyfriend kevin wiggins suffered two small knife cuts in the face and head area oh, stabbed shit. him in the face Jesus. Mark him for life. You're going to think about me every time you look in the mirror. And one gash across his hand. Scott explained to Debbie's that her boyfriend kept walking into her knife as the two argued. Yeah. <laughs> On Monday, as Scott. Slash. Yeah. On Monday, Scott wore a non-designer jail jumpsuit during a brief bond. Oh, they court got designer? Hit. No, Karen. They got jokes. <laughs> Was it pink? The article got jokes about these. To uh, match that knife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> got jokes and shit uh so according to the arrest affidavit deputies were called to scott's dania beach apartment shortly after 7 p.m sunday because of domestic dispute wiggins told deputies the couple got into a fight after his dog ate her marijuana wiggins said she kicked him out of the apartment and but he couldn't find his personal items the model hid all his stuff uh, he told Deputy Scott then started stabbing at him after he asked where his computer was hidden. She was like, this nigga, your dog ate my weed. I ah! think I think you hiding some from me. I'm going to hide your shit. I'm putting your porn up, putting your laptop away. Ah! And uh, if you want to come get it, I'm going to stab you. She says the fight was actually over dinner plans. She said the argument turned physical after she tried to leave the apartment, but he stopped her from leaving. Scott said she didn't pull out a pocket knife to protect herself. Scott added that during one of the many times during during one of the many times during the argument, Wiggins walked into the knife and cut himself. Walk into who the hell walks into a knife? Yeah. Uh, oh, he walked into it as I was swinging. Yeah, that sounds about right. Scott said little during her, her court appearance. Only that she does some occasional modeling work and has lived in South Florida for four years. Scott's modeling profile and photographs appear in several talent agency websites. The couple have no children together. She has no criminal record. Um, so guess the race of Shanae Scott. Is it? Is, no, Shaday Scott um, of Florida. One da- who danced in Luke videos and said she didn't want no scrub back in the day, says Leonard Brothers. Oh. Black says Kia. Kia, Kia. Ty, uh, Tyra Banks. 
black is the new black columbia ah! uh if she would throw a phone at him instead of a knife would that have been uh uh <laughs> uh what's the other black model that was doing that shit Naomi Campbell mm-hmm. yeah so black black Naomi Campbell second cousin red bone sorry you got it um correct answer yes. is black it was a black woman when you guess black you're right um all right we actually got to get right into double the points double the race because Karen's got to go after this so let's go <laughs> All right, Biden to the bonus round, guys. No fucking around today. A 19-year-old Florida woman, old Florida again, was arrested last month for misdemeanor domestic violence after allegedly launching an unprovoked water pistol attack on her boyfriend. (laughs) Giovanna Borge told cops that her beau said something to her that she did not like, so she took a water pistol and squirted him with water. During the ensuing confrontation, her boyfriend, whom she uh, was dated for a year, dumped a container of water on her and struck her with a pillow. The pair also reportedly exchanged shoves. This is the softest domestic violence of all time. Yeah, it is. How did they even call the cops? Upon investigation, Port St. Lucie Police Department. Hmm? I said, who was fighting? My little ponies? I know. This is like the tag. Did they play two-hand tag after this? Freeze tag? they did. Upon investigation, Point St. Lucie Police Department officers concluded the Borge was that Borge was the primary aggressor during the September 27th incident. As a result, she was arrested for squirting water on the victim to antagonize and agitate him against his wishes. The name of Borge's damp boyfriend was redacted by cops from an arrest affidavit. Officers transported Borge in handcuffs from her St. Port St. Lucie home to the county jail where she posed for the adjacent mugshot before being elite, uh, released. Sounds like uh, he got pistol dripped. Ah! Uh, guess the race of <laughs> Giovanna Borge, uh, pistol dripper. Let's see here. One whose value as a porn star would be diminished if she fucked black men on camera. <laughs> white. Peter loving vegetarian. White. The New Jersey Shore cast members. Italian. The correct answer is white. It was a white woman. It's not so <laughs> uh, let's do another one before we get out of here. Um, oh, yeah. I forgot to mention. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West got engaged. Yay! On her 33rd birthday. Yay! I think it's also Amber Rose's birthday, too, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Were they born on the same day? I think so. I don't know. Wow! But uh, that's awesome, man. Good for them, man. I uh, hope they're able to make it last. Uh, and um, I hope this means she's officially divorced from uh, Chris. Uh, uh, yeah, they are. That, that whack nigga that's in the NBA. Hopefully, Chris, whatever his name is. I thought it was football. No. Oh. No, you think about Reggie Bush. Oh, my bad. Nah, nah. Uh, hopefully this means she's, uh, she's officially on the market because I, I haven't been keeping up with if she got divorced or not. But, um, yeah. Good for her, man. Good for them. He rented out like a baseball stadium and shit. 
and he had a on the jumbotron said please marry me he had a 50-piece orchestra play lana deray's young and beautiful oh and carrie hilson and neo west neo and west's knock you down um so uh yeah that, that's amazing you know all that money and went out there and got engaged man good for him so and i i you know i know that you know people try to always go in on dude man they got a baby together and stuff uh he appears to be happy uh that's really the most you can wish for ain't that the truth so matter of fact i think i'm not even gonna do another guest the race man in celebration of kanye west and kim kardashian uh we're gonna get right out of here and get into soy ratchetness that's right guys you know we have to talk about soy ratchetness of course a prosecutor told a Duluth jury Thursday that it was no accident that Kyle McClain stabbed a former roommate with a sword and that there is no way the weapon could have penetrated Richard Stewart's thick winter jacket and five inches of skin and flesh without force. He wants you to believe that Mr. Stewart's body is a hot stick of butter. Not a hot stick. Who, who's prosecuting this shit? Is Matlock prosecuting this one? Uh, you sure Paula Dean ain't a hot stick of butter? It'll melt <laughs> all over you. Now, I'm just a young, uh, old country boy. But I'm here to tell you, I but, know how a hot stick of butter melts. Right. <laughs> he, <laughs> he, he thought his, he stuck his knife through him like a hot stick of butter on a hot July summer day. I like a hot stick of butter on them good old-fashioned country grits. You know what I mean out there for them folks out there like grits. Blood was coming off of him like sugar off a of molasses tree. Ha <laughs> uh, The jury of 10 women and two men agreed finding McLean guilty of first-degree assault with great bodily harm and second-degree assault after more than four hours of deliberation. Afterward, Stoom said the state was pleased with the verdict. This assault case garnered attention not only for the life-threatening injuries sustained by the victim, but also the unusual weapon used to commit the crime. Hopefully, sword fights in downtown Duluth will be few and far between. <laughs> I do declare. Yeah, me too. McLean's public defender, Cynthia Evanson, declined to comment other than to say she felt badly for her client. Mm-hmm. She's like, bless his heart, his poor sword ratcheting his heart. Oh, Lord. During his testimony in court, McLean did not deny stabbing Stewart at East 3rd Street on the night of February 18th, but claimed it was an accident. Hey, I accidentally stabbed through your winter coat, your skin, and uh, ah! your organs. My bad. My bad. Whoops. Stewart testified he was highly intoxicated and didn't want to walk all the way home during the blizzard, so he went to the house where he used to live. Stewart continuously pounded on the door while McLean, a resident at the house, attempted to get him to leave. McLean, a martial arts enthusiast, testified that when Stewart left and returned to continue pounding, he grabbed the sword because he knew Stewart was intimidated by it. McLean said he was holding it at his side while when Stewart lunged at him and backing up to avoid Stewart, his arms and sword sprung forward and the weapon may have struck Stewart. They have. He lying like ah! shit. He stabbed the shit out of this dude. Yeah, he did. Just call the police. Just call the police. A drunk dude's knocking on your door. He doesn't live there anymore. Pick up the phone the same way you pick up the sword and call the fucking cops. I'm glad you're going to jail, asshole. Mm-hmm. Good grief. Nobody had to get stabbed that night, but because you have a sword, you couldn't help yourself. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah. Uh, don't forget, we'll be back tomorrow. Um. The time has moved up because uh, we're supposed to be guests on the other podcast at 9, so... 
uh we'll be back at seven o'clock tomorrow thank you so much guys for coming out thanks everybody in the chat yes uh we appreciate everybody we um, do. that supports the show sorry to send you all to hell with that video um <laughs> but uh you know sometimes you gotta remember that you ain't shit and part of the reason that you listen to the show is because nothing's wrong if it's funny that's right go to tweakedaudio.com use code tbgwt get your 33 percent off until next time i love you i love you too baby Mwah. Mwah.